And welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us here today. Well, combine harvester sales closed out the year ahead of 2022 levels, while almost all tractor segments saw declines in both the United States and Canada. The latest data from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers shows total U.S. farm tractor sales fell 5.1% in December compared to 2022, while year-to-date sales came in 8.7% lower than a year ago. However, AEM Senior Vice President Kurt Blades says it's a mixed bag among the segments. We saw some real strength in the traditional ag markets, whether that's self-propelled combines, articulated four-wheel drive tractors, and those tractors over 100 horsepower all saw decent growth throughout the entire year. But we did see softness in those smaller horsepower tractors. Under 40 horsepower tractors and 40 to 100 horsepower tractors were actually pretty soft for the entire year. And that indicates more of a consumer mindset than the traditional ag mindset. The under 40 horsepower segment saw a jump in sales during the COVID-19 pandemic that continued into 2022 before fulfilling much of that demand. Those were largely consumer models, not necessarily a traditional row crop audience. So when we see the declines in those numbers, I think that's more of an indication of that need had been met so strongly a few years ago. It's going to take a while for that market to kind of catch itself back up. On the flip side, looking at those row crop tractors, those tractors over 100 horsepower, seeing those up 5% year over year is a really good indication of the traditional ag market continuing to be strong for off-road equipment. The data also shows strength in articulated four-wheel drive tractors with sales up 30% in 2023. If you think about that size of tractor and the use of that tractor, that's a good indication of overall optimism in the ag market. That's a pretty large piece of equipment and a significant financial investment. But also know that some of that equipment goes into other sectors, including construction, which is accounted for in these numbers. But overall, seeing about 1,000 new units of articulated four-wheel drive sold in 23 versus 2022, that gives me a lot of hope for the future. Blade says he is confident in the strength of the equipment market and its long-term growth. I wish I had a crystal ball to look into 2024, but I can say people around the world have got to continue to eat. And the long-term outlook on agriculture continues to be strong. Folks don't buy a tractor or a combine or an articulated four-wheel drive tractor for next year's planting and harvest. They buy it for the next five to 10 years of operation. So yeah, there's certainly some storm clouds on the horizon, but long-term agriculture continues to be a strong bet. Add to that the advanced technology that's being incorporated into machines today is really driving new demands. Almost every manufacturer has a brand new piece of equipment that they're putting out there that is making significant gains for the farmer in their efficiency. Well, the full reports can be found in the market data section of the Association of Equipment Manufacturers website at aem.org. Again, that's aem.org. Well, the total South American soybean crop this year is still expected to be larger than last year. Even USDA's Brazilian soybean crop estimate, cut short by poor weather conditions, is still bigger than last year. However, it is the size of the Argentine crop, according to University of Illinois Global Agribusiness Specialist Joanna Calusi, which is making the biggest impact. After three years of serious weather problems, Argentina has the chance for a full crop. Uh, there are forecasts for the Argentina soybean crop to nearly double in 2024. Uh, a bumper soybean crop in Argentina could help, should help offset a forecasted production decline in Brazil. 
The combined production of the two nations this year, despite the troubles in Brazil, is currently projected by USDA to be at least 10% bigger than in 2023. Well, updated crop budgets from the University of Illinois show farmers in the state are likely to lose money on their cash-rented acres this year. Nick Paulson penned an article for the Farm Doc Daily website, which details the declining returns in the face of lower current and projected prices for corn and soybeans. So for 2023, we're looking at a 480 price. That's a slight adjustment down from what we had in August. And then the larger adjustment down um, to, to 450 for the 2024 corn price. Soybeans, it's a similar story. Uh, 1290 price for 2023. And then the big adjustment down for 2024 to 1150. And then kind of the other side of the story, uh, you know, big picture here is that we've got production costs that increase significantly with the high returns that we had in 2020, 2021, 2022. And historically, you know, those production costs are pretty sticky and they don't happen as quickly. We tend to see a lag, even a longer lag in, in adjustments down in those costs. A FarmDoc Daily article posted by Nick Paulson shows the lower price projections coupled with the lagging costs produce average net per acre losses of more than $100 per cash rented acre in the majority of Illinois. You can find the article online at farmdocdaily.illinois.edu. And the Southern Plains are responsible for the bulk of wheat acre declines in the latest WASDE report. Allendale's Rich Nelson explains there were significant changes in the report for wheat. Wheat side of things here, uh, as far as this goes, no change to their completed harvest, and that's relatively normal for this report. Instead, USDA made a minor revision for our discussion on ending stocks. 659 last month, now 648. Bigger deal for the wheat side, a significant 2.2 million acre decline for USDA's view on winter wheat seedings, so much lower than the trade expected to see. Nelson says hard red winter wheat was responsible for close to 1.7 million acres of the decline, and the bulk of that was in the southern plains. Kansas saw a decline of 600,000 acres, Nelson said, and Oklahoma saw a decline of 250,000 acres. Nelson added that Texas took a significant half million acre decline as well. The biggest surprise, though, Nelson said, was the winter wheat planting number. You know, we've had a moderate increase in recent years. Now for this discussion today, down 2.2 million acres, that's quite important because that does set us up for some of the questions we'll have on spring corn, soybean, and cotton plantings in these, uh, in these months ahead here. Now, the agency estimates ending stocks at 648 million bushels down from 659 in December's report. Domestic use was estimated at 1.879 billion bushels, a slight decrease from December's estimate of 1.88 billion. Exports estimated at 725 million bushels unchanged from last month. And the farm gate price is estimated at $7.20 down from $7.30 last month. And finally, here on the program, a group of lawmakers asking the Department of Agriculture to swiftly open the 2024 Dairy Margin Coverage Program sign-up period. The program is the nation's risk management tool for dairy producers that helps farmers manage changes between milk prices and feed costs. The lawmakers, including Iowa Republican Representative Randy Feenstra, write, quote, Now, as we are nearly halfway through January, there continues to be no indication given to producers of when they will be eligible to select their dairy margin coverage level for 2024, end quote. Now, the delay, the lawmakers say, coupled with the unpredictable nature of the industry, is concerning for the farm economy and the constituents we represent. Now, throughout 2023, dairy producers face numerous challenges like high input costs, continued inflation, and more, meaning that programs like DMC, which provide certainty during unstable economic conditions, are vital to producers and rural communities, according to the lawmaker's letter. 
That's going to do it for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.